Shorty wanna get herself sponsored Hanging round villains and monsters Big Benzos, not Hondas All of the men are imposters Wrists on drown Things come round Live in the what? Flesh, flesh, ayy Ayy, little charity case Had to make money for my family's sake Had to make money, now I start on the... I've been fortunate to uh to get to sit down with uh your peers uh everybody from rick ross and dj khaled to our first interview which is kind of cool when you think about it is post malone yeah that's... and this was post before uh uh beer bongs and bentley yeah uh this was well, uh, around the white iverson times yeah yeah and yeah. this is he literally he, he became i think he's the second biggest artist in the world after drake yeah, that's um, mad. and it can happen that quickly and that fast. So, where? So, tell me for uh, kind of where? Where are you from? Where mm. did? When did music kick in for you? Yeah. So I'm from Croydon. Yeah, and I would say I started taking music seriously in like 2015. Cause the thing about like London and the UK, our music scene is just growing. Like before streaming services it wasn't financially great like it wasn't something a lot of people could make a lot of money off mm. there was only tiny temper that was really rich off it like there was a couple of people below him that were living off it but like stars there was only tiny temper um so yeah i started in 2015 it was um i'm not sure if you've heard of something called grime mm -hmm. it was it was grime um, notoriously then and it's just started growing and expanding into other little subgenres like um, Afro swing. I'm not sure if you heard sure. of that. Yeah, Afro swing. I would like to say that I do like UK R&B rap. Like that's where my inspiration comes from. But yeah, that's how I. So, who it. would be the in your world people that you listen to in that genre? In which one? In R&B. Um, I would. Honestly, honestly say that I was one of the first people to add the R&B element to it. I know people have done it before, but I don't think it might have got to the main stage because it's like, it's only recently started to become melodic because before that it was just literally freestyles. Yeah. When I was coming up, I was just doing freestyles. I didn't even know it could get to the, like me doing the songs that I make now is crazy because I never thought it would be possible to. Like there was just a ma massive like explosion where everything started inflating. Like there was a price inflation, everything. So it's just growing now. Everything's very new, fresh. So let's say American music, who were the people you listened to? Um, my favorites are like the Biggie era. Mm. So like Mace, Biggie, um, I would say, I, I, a personal favorite of mine is Kanye West um, as well, and then um, he's not American, but Drake. Yeah. So like literally the more melodic side of rap, I do like bars and everything, but I liked the fly stuff. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. That's what I appeal to the most. When did music become something that you thought or someone else told you you could pursue? Um. So streaming is relatively new, isn't sure. it? Yeah, it's relatively new. I remember I put out one of my EPs on streaming 
and um, it was like called the Hardy Season EP. So this is before I really made m money off music. So then we were getting the figures back and we were getting told that. Who'd oh, you put it on? What, what? Ditto, we went through Ditto. So yeah. it went on Spotify, Apple Music, yeah. all, the, like, all of those ones. And then, um, yeah, I remember getting the streams back like every day. You just was, watch them? Yeah, like we would, um, it would have the total estimated earnings, yeah. Or not estimated earnings, but we were calculating the estimated earnings, and I thought, oh, I made twenty five thousand of this, crazy! Like that was my first thought, but we didn't actually make twenty five thousand. <laughs> we made like, I don't, I have no idea. I think that like, five thousand of it, but it was then where it's like, wow, this, these are my old songs yeah. that we put in a compilation called it that we made an EP. And it's like that that was making me money. I was like, yeah, this is some like this is becoming realistic now. But before then, it's like you had to get to the very top and then drop your album and then you might make money. But it's interesting because I get to talk to people and I, I, I think of Russ as an example, the yeah. US artist. He he'd put a song out and instantly see if the song is working or not. Yeah. And instantly see where the song is working. Mm. And then he'd go look and follow the fans and go there and find them. Yeah. Were you doing some of the same thing? I could always tell if a song was working by the YouTube comments because I, I know that people ignoring you is a response in itself. Correct. Do you get what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I would look at what incited the most comments. So when I started out again in 2015, I dropped a rap song, I dropped a grime song, and I dropped a freestyle. The Grime song got the most comments and got the most interaction. I was like, all right, I'm going to stay on Grime for a while. And then I, I tried to do another Grime thing, but I didn't get the same reception. And then I noticed the one that got the reception had a lot of nostalgia because it was one of our old school beats. So I went back to doing old school beats. I've done something called the Wifey Rhythm. And that's what started picking up my career like the nostalgia and the whole feel of it, but I was new. So I think the combination of those two is what allowed my career to develop and just keep on progressing. Are you, are you continuing to use what you see out there to influence you? Always, because I always think now, now where I've built a sort of fan base, it's a thing where if they say I'm good, but not the song, I'll know that the song's not that good. Mm. If they say, yo, this song is crazy, mm. like, that's what happens from my biggest songs. They're like, this song is crazy. They don't even care that it's come from me. They that's just like I, the song. Yeah, they yeah. just love the song. That's when I know the song's worked. Like, that's when I'm happy, and that's how I get my biggest streams. What was song. the first song that you think had an effect? Um, Unsigned was my breakthrough song. I had a song called Unsigned, and that's when I kind of just stopped grime. I was like, Grime was getting a bit repetitive for me, and I was just like, I want to make a song that Your I own like. sound, yeah. Yeah, I just want to make a song that I like. I don't know if it's going to work, but we go again, we fuck it. And then, yeah, we done, um, we done Unsigned, and we were literally going back to the song. We were like, every, every section of this song, like eight bar, eight bar chorus, has to be impactful. And then we got to a point where we're like, this song can't get any better. Like, it's perfect. Mm. And then it, that was a song that broke. broke. Did anybody tell... I'm always used to everybody else telling me, mm. don't do that. Because 
that's not the way people want you to do it. So yeah. grime as an example would be what everyone's doing. Therefore, yeah. why are you trying to get away from that? Yeah, so I would go into labels and they were telling me like, oh, you should be like Stormzy or AJ yeah. Tracy. They done grime. And I was just like, I'm not really like them though. Do you, I'm not the same person. I don't have the same persona. And they were like, no, but this grime thing's gonna work. I was like, I don't think it's gonna work much longer, to be honest. So um, yeah, I got a lot of negative or um, demoralizing feedback from labels, but from our friends, that's so how do you how do you not listen to that? Because they're in theory, they're yeah. gonna they're gonna eventually pay the bills. Um, do you know what it is people? When you're in the career of music, you're going to chase whatever you think is going to work and you might follow it blindly. They're, that's their career in a way to chase it, but they're never going to forward think because when you forward think, it comes with a risk because that unsigned song couldn't, might not have worked. Yeah. And they could have laughed at me and said, yeah, like, look, look at this idiot trying to get away from grime. But um, I feel like as an artist, you know, you have your ears to the streets or like, I go to parties, do you get what I mean? I go to the club, I go to parties. You listen, you see what's going on. Yeah, I see what's going yeah. on. I see what we like from like the grassroots because I'm still young as well. And we were the age group deciding everything. So I just said, I'm going to put my bets on this, basically, because we got to a point where we were like, we like Graham, but it's getting kind of boring. Yeah. And I, I decided to take a left when everyone was doing the right. Is that difficult? Is it hard? Um, it's always going to be hard, but even, let's say when I was young, young doing music, before I took it seriously, I realised you don't want people to make mistakes for you mm. because you're going to blame them and they're never going to feel the cons they're not going to feel the burden of that decision. So it's like, I would rather make my own mistakes than someone would I, I live by that. Yeah. If I'm gonna fuck it up, I want it to be me. I don't want yeah. it to be left on somebody else to make that decision for so me. So you can't, you can't blame them. Yep. You can only ever blame yourself. Yep. I think that's the healthiest way to do it. Do you remember when uh, somebody that you felt was well-known yeah. kind of gave you proper respect? Um, so it's... It's weird because my career hasn't been a lot of cosigns, but my numbers don't lie. Do you get what I mean? So I think um, the first person to give me a lot of love was maybe Youngin. There's someone called Youngin and he took me on tour and he was like, trust me, bro. People might not act like they listen to your songs, but you can see the numbers. We're all listening because UK is a small country. So you have to be listening. Once something does a million, we've as artists, we've all heard it because we are all on the lookout for what everyone else is doing. And if you're not, you're probably going to fall out of the mix. Mm. So, yeah, I remember he was the first person and I just, I, I appreciated that because I don't actually see rap as a competition. I see it as a, it's a conduit for us to just get across who we are. I don't think there's anything that's like the perfect rapper because I could tell someone I really like Drake but you might really like Kendrick. I can't tell you you're wrong because you might like something more conscious. I might like something more melodic. So, um, yeah, I think it's showing me there's other people with my mentality as well. Like, Do you respect the fact that someone's saying, you know, I, I trust you enough that I want to take you on as well? Yeah, 
yeah, I appreciated that a lot because it allowed me to grow as my like touring around the country. I was because I'm someone that's self-critical as well. I got to sharpen up my skills basically. I got to learn on the on the go without having the pressure pressure of touring myself. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. And then even seeing all these different places that know my song. Cause I'll go like Are you surprised? Yeah, like I was going Cardiff. Yeah, Cardiff is in Wales and like that was one of my best shows and I was like what you lot, <laughs> you lot know the song, so yeah. I, <laughs> so I was ready to perform it word for word. I wasn't gonna miss any gaps, but they were all singing it back to me before I even got into it, and I was like, "This is crazy." How long ago was this? Um, almost two years ago, so end of 2017. Does anything? Do you think anything can surprise you today? Um, like that, like that feeling of I can't believe, either someone recognized me, someone sees me, someone yeah. knows my song. Um, I think it would have to be out of this country now. It definitely have to be out of this country for it to surprise me because it just let me gauge where everything was at. Mm. Well, the numbers were where they were. So now the numbers are higher. It's not that I expect it to, but I would hope that it does the same, basically. Do you know where your fans are outside the UK? Um, I have no idea. Yeah. Like, because you can see the numbers on streaming, yeah. but does does that mean they're they're a fan? Yeah. Because there's a, I make music that I think is easy to listen to, and sometimes they might just put you on, but it doesn't mean they're you're a fan. Do, again, every artist is different. Um, yeah. Uh, some have struggled. Some. Yeah. It was that one song they put out that just clicked, and they didn't expect it. Yeah. Have you had struggles? Um. I think my career is going from doubt to doubt. Like I hop every hurdle that I've been given so far. So when I was doing Grime, the, there was a big stigma around me that he can't make a song. And obviously, um, I've got a good friend that told me that. They was like, oh yeah, how do you, these, these niggas are doubting you. Like mm. They're saying you can't do this, 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 but I, I believe in you, innit? I was just like, they said I can't make a song. Unsigned is one of the biggest songs in UK rap ever. Like a rapper, as a rapper, whilst everyone in the charts is kind of like singing, I'm not singing, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I got someone to sing the hook, but it was a massive like UK rap song. And then after that, the stigma was, I, yeah, that song works because so-and-so was on the hook. One Asen, my friend One Asen was on the hook. And then, I was like, cool, I done another song, it was a big song, Super Soaker. I told everyone, I told like my label, don't push it because I'm just a, I'm just rapping on it. Mm. So it don't, we don't have to act like this is a single. Mm. It's almost sold 200,000. But after that, I had a little blip and I done a song called Come On with Tion Wayne and it didn't react as well as I wanted it to. So I was like, cool, I thought, I didn't ever have a doubt, but I know people were kind of like, yeah, he's run out now. So um, Is that what motivates you? Um, it's one of the things. It I'm, helps. Yeah, I'm young. Do yeah. you get what I mean? I'm young. So when someone says I can't do something, I'm yeah. like, why do you think that? Yeah. Like, why do you think that I can't do it? Yeah. So um, after that song came, I was just like, cool. I kind of thought that they loved me as a rapper, but they loved me for my songs yeah. at, that, at that particular time. 
So I was just like, cool, I gotta make a big song, but it can't have someone singing the hook. Yeah. It's gotta be all me. Well, it, I, I had dinner with uh, Kodak Black. Yeah. And I asked him, because he's working on his next album. Yeah. And I said, you can do any collabs? And his response was, why? Mm. I don't need anybody else. I just want it to be me. Yeah. I want that pressure of just me. Yeah. Do you, can you feel that? Can you sense that? A hundred percent. Because if I was just doing it to like, just for money, I could have sold out ages ago. Yeah. I could try and make a big house song. But because I'm doing it, because I'm, like, I'm still in the mix. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm still in my area. I was... I'm with my friends, you get what I'm saying? I want my friends to listen to me. I don't want them to listen to other people. So with that, with that pressure on my shoulders, and then obviously people trying to discredit me, I was like, I'm gonna make one of the best rap songs of all time, and yeah. I made Rapper, which is free. I, I thought that is a, the cheekiest thing I could do, because it's like, the hook was like, she must think I'm a rapper, I am a rapper. But at the same time, it was a song it went straight into the top 40. Songs weren't doing that. My label wasn't sure on it. They were like, um, yeah, like it's a good, it's a good song, but it's not radio friendly. Cause I'm, I'm not swearing in the chorus, but there's a lot of slang in the sure. chorus. And I was just like, I like the song. It is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. I like the song, I done it. And that went straight top 40, sold 200,000. I was just like, yeah, cool. Cause as a rapper, I shouldn't even be in the charts like that. Like yeah. rappers weren't, weren't charting. And then even a rapper of my nature, like I, I went university, I graduated. Um, like my, my music ain't gangster music. Do you get what I'm saying? Does that hurt you? you in what sense? Uh, the feeling that you're, you went to university, you graduated. Um, it's not the typical route that the... It, yeah, it makes it harder because I feel that People, we, we all like violence and lyrics. I'll be lying if I told you I didn't listen to gangster rappers. Yeah. But I'm not going to lie about my story. I'm going to give you a true story and I'm going to make it work. So I think it does sort of handicap me in terms of how easy it would be. But everyone has their handicaps. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So I'll just make mine work. So uh, your new single is sponsored. Mm -hmm. So two things I'm very upset about. Yeah. So sure. one is, uh, you should have had Bel Air in the video. I wish. And you didn't. <laughs> but two is, I think I could have played that other guy, the old guy in, the, in it. You definitely could you have think played so? You definitely could have played So it. are you excited about that single? Um, I'm half and half on it. Like I said, I know how something performs instantly. And I feel like people were half and half on the song as well. Because um, this year... I would say it was like four months since I released my last song and eight months since I released the single. Um, I think the people wanted something harder hitting from me. They were expecting something else. Yeah, yeah. they were expecting something else because I've taken a more confident, relaxed yeah. approach. And then they were kind of like, I think the song's good. Like, if you ask me, I think the song's hard. But people wanted to hit them straight away. Whereas I was fine with it being a grower yeah. because the beat's nice in summer. You don't want to listen to someone shouting at you. Do you yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's probably a thing where they still need to warm up to me as a whole. Is, that, is the song coming from you as the artist or you as the label, if you know what I mean? Um, 
I would say it's me trying to figure out what the people want from me. Sure. So I was think they've taken to a lot of my summer vibe, like not feel good songs. So um, I was just like, all right, cool. Let me give them what they want before I go into what I want to yeah. do. And that wasn't what they wanted. So you had a bunch of very influential social media people in the video. Yeah. So how did that come about? Um, so once I had the song, yeah, the whole concept, sure, you want to get us our sponsor. I was just like, we got to take it to the brim. I want an exciting career as well. So I want to do things where they're like, how did this kid keep on doing, like, keep on doing this? So that's, that, no matter how the song does, that's a huge UK video because people have never seen these Insta girls in the UK, like, affiliated to a UK act. Yeah. So I just wanted to blow their minds. I wanted to give them, like, full-on entertainment, have a star-studded video. And that was like our my generation's version of a star studded sure. video. Because when as soon as I done that, like everyone around me, me, I was getting messages like, how did you do that? Yeah. Like, how did you do this? And that was a feeling I wanted. Do you use social media? Do you uh, um, is I mean for the same reason you use, you know, uh, streaming? Um I use social media for my own entertainment. Like I think it's I think it's so funny, like, mm. what people are saying is very, like, yeah, I like it. So I'm always, and I like to be in the know, yeah. do you get what I mean? Even if I see negative comments about me, I want to know why, I want to know what people are saying about me, because you can't run away you from You want to read that stuff. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm not soft. I'm, like, a, I'm a strong-minded person. I want to know what people are saying. You don't mind the negativity? I don't mind. What would you rather read, the negativity or the positive? I would definitely want to read the positive, but yeah. I don't mind reading the negatives because there's a reason. What was the last negative thing that you took to heart and Ooh. said, you know what, I got to change something? Someone said, imagine, someone said, Hardy Caprio has to be top three shittish rappers. And I was like, do you know why I was so offended? It's not because they said top three. It's because they said, no, it's because they said top three rather than he is the shittiest rapper. Because they've considered it and they said, he's not the shittiest rapper, but he's definitely <laughs> top three. So he's one, he, <laughs> on his day, he's one of them. And I was like, okay. I was like, okay, I hear that. Maybe I've done too many feel good songs. Because yeah. once you do those songs, sometimes people, I have to realise people aren't going to check your archive all the time because yeah. I came up from just rapping. Yeah. So I took that to heart and I went studio and I got something coming out literally tomorrow. Because of that? Because of that. Because I was like, I've got to end this. Like it, that narrative can't start. No one retweeted it. No one liked it. Um, I searched up my name, innit? I'm guilty. I do that sometimes because I want to know what people are saying. No, but I, to me, that's healthy. Yeah. You want to better yourself. That's what it is. Exactly. And if someone, maybe there's something out there that inspires you to do more. Yeah. What was the po what was the last positive thing someone said? Um, I I get a lot of positive, and my my problem is I don't take them in as much as the negative. Like I can have ninety seven positive comments, but if I see three negative, that's I'm the end of it. Yeah, but I would say. Like people just say, oh, he's your, he's my favorite rapper, and I'm happy I can be in a position that people can say he's my favorite, because I have my favorites, and I wouldn't even put me up there with them. But the fact that some, I know kids, some kids or some people listening might look at it, 
me, like I used to look at my favorites. Sure. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, no, no, I get it. So, uh, you're a fan of A Boogie. Yeah. So as am I, and uh, I was interviewing A Boogie, and his real name—I don't know if you know this—is mm. the is artist. I do know that. So, which I think is just a kick-ass name. Yeah. Um, but his, you know, stage name is A Boogie with a hoodie. Mm. I'm I'm old school, so why did you stick with your name? Um, do you know what? I just thought I had an interesting name. Yeah. And I thought this name looks like it will do well. <laughs> so initially, sorry, I I wanted to um, just call myself Hardy, but on Twitter like, I was I was one of those people that make a lot of jokes on Twitter, and then. Um, I call myself Hard DiCaprio. Like it was meant to be a stupid sure. pun. And then whenever I was going to like radio and everything, they would just call me Hard DiCaprio. Yeah. So I was just like, if everyone's gonna call me Hard DiCaprio, I'll just who, take with Yeah, it. I'll just take it. Whatever. Whatever. No, I, I love the name. And Thank the fact you. that you, you're given name, uh, God bless you. So <laughs> Thank I think you. That, where does it come from? Um, I don't know where it initially comes from, but I was named after my uncle. Because he died on the same day, so yeah, I was I was meant to be called a heap of other names, but Hardy because of what happened. Got it. Well, yeah. Hardy, I appreciate you. I think uh, you've got my total respect. Thank you. Uh, where where you're going is unlimited, and uh, you're well grounded. And the fact that you listen to the negative comments <laughs> is inspiring for everybody. Yeah. But, uh, Cheers to you, my friend. Cheers. Cheers to you. Cheers. I wish it was more full. We'll fill it up. We'll fill it up. <laughs>